The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Brandon. Welcome back to Old Teen Show. I'm Brandon, and this is my classmate, Jessica. Hello. This edition of Old Teen Show covers the first and only season of the short-lived 1992 show, The Heights. This might be the only podcast ever to cover The Heights. We need to find that out. We we would be the Heights experts. Yes. We could tweet at all of the cast members and if, the if directors. If they, if they, yeah, if they um, had a reunion, we would cover like be the the panel, like the the moderator. Oh yeah, questions. yeah, that's. The news would try to step in. It's like no, no, no. Mm-hmm. They did like a DVD or a Blu-ray, and they did like a retrospective. We'd be like the talking heads that weren't in the cat. Like, well, the when they did the third episode, and they, you know. We could be like just the non, the outside entity that talks about the historian of. Yeah, we're doing the 29th anniversary coming yeah. up with the 29th anniversary of the Heights. Right, which the Heights <laughs> is the story of a local rock band, 20 somethings called the Heights, living in a suburb called the Heights. The show is called The Heights. Today we're discussing the fourth episode on the nickel. Jessica, what's going on with the Heights this week? Alex helps a street teenager and meets Rita's family. Lenny helps a struggling shop owner. All right. This one's directed by Donald Petrie, who did the first episode, and written by Tony Spiridakis. Now, the way we're watching this show, you can find it through a very popular uh, video watching website. There's no... You could say it's... Not legal, but there's no other way to watch this show. I mean, you can find it. You can find it. This particular recording of it that we watched, um, I liked because it had the commercial breaks. In yes. <laughs> yes. I was so excited. In the movie trailers, I was like, what movie is this? I was like, I was like, hell yeah. I was like, wait, because sometimes they like tease a little commercial, but they, they edited them out. Mm-hmm. Not this week. Not this week. Um, so let's start with that before we get into this, um, the trailer for school ties. <laughs> I've never even heard of that movie before. I heard of the movie, but I never see, like, I've never seen it. I know it's known because it has like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck in early roles, but I didn't expect it to go dark like that. It's like Brendan Fraser. And then like, Which I Matt like Brendan Fraser. I love yeah. him. Oh Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if this is pre-Encino Man, maybe. Um, it might have been. Because Encino Man, I think, was 93 or 94. Uh, but yeah, uh, that that one aired twice. They were selling hard on school ties. It was like opening that Friday, maybe. Encino Man was 92, oh, May nice. of so 92. Okay. But so Encino Man would have technically came out before. This, yeah, school this ties premiere, was after. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, so that was one of the trailers. Husbands and Wives, the Woody Allen movie. Uh, that trailer with Cindy uh, Cindy Pollock started. I I can't remember the last time I saw a Woody Allen movie like on national television get a trailer. 
like that. Uh, the season premiere of The Simpsons, Camp Bart. I was. Uh, I actually remember that one. Uh, I was probably at home recording yeah. that episode on VHS, and I would pause during commercials. But I, it's not always, because sometimes you couldn't be there. You'd set up the recording on the VCR. It's a very big deal. And I yeah. feel like whoever did this episode maybe had to do that as well. Just let yeah. it roll. Yeah, they had to do the, the the cross your fingers and hope the time record on the VCR works. Because it, mm-hmm. that, was a, that was a risk back then. Like, Oh, yeah. Damn it. Or if there was a sports game or something and you got delayed and oh or if your antenna somehow got moved in like the show or the station was coming in staticky that's so oh gosh yep so many challenges because i lived in the country you had to have the antenna gotcha Um, you kids don't know (laughs) um oh there was donny osmond in joseph and the amazing technicolor dream coat and they had the tagline don't miss donny as joseph I uh, love it. And guess uh, there, who, oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. As I like the Mary with children with Corey like Feldman. Time. So fun. Man. Oh. I don't oh. know why it makes me feel better watching the commercials and um, promos now for stuff that we've already seen. Right, but it's fun. Oh, I love I love old marketing things. Like I I, I talk about my my Doctor Who Blu-rays where they keep uh, they put all the old like commercials and stuff for these episodes including like they even have like the end thing where it's like during the credits where like next week on the show next week uh, da, 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 and coming up at nine we have they even put those as like bonus features and i love that old marketing stuff there's also oh the diet coke commercial where paula abdul dances with groucho marx and then has a drink with carrie grant like I don't that. even remember that. I don't you think. don't remember that one? Oh my gosh it was great they put them both in color they like colorized groucho and colorized carrie grant and I remember, you know, it's funny, like, I remember there was a, uh, like, Audrey Hepburn commercial, a modern one, a few years back that people gave a lot of shit for, because it's like, oh, she's dead, leave it alone, why make new stuff? I'm like, this is kind of that same thing, but Paul Abdul. I like seeing them, I don't know, I guess brought back and maybe in different, yeah. like, anytime you can have a black and white photo and colorize it, like, I love yeah. that. Even though I know most of her stuff, she was in color, but I, I like that old stuff. Which you can catch my My Fair Lady 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray review now on whysoblue.com. Or hell, this is four weeks down the road, so it's way back there. This one uh, opens up an uh, interesting thing here. JT bitching to Lenny. They're together because last week was last week. They're bitching. He's bitching about Alex being a singer, too, in the band. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's the band dramas. Um because Alex, you know, he's the stud guy. He doesn't have long hair. He's got the cool new short haircut. And, and the, the only one with the chart-topping song. That's, That's right, right. JT. He's got a different voice. Mm-hmm. Soft. Because JT's voice is like, nah, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then they want Al- the ballad. They want the ballad. Yeah, and Alex is like, hey, girls, what's going on? <laughs> Oh, Lenny's like, it's okay, JT. You're still lead guitar. I'm oh, sure. It, oh, and he's like, oh, the well. Beatles had multiple lead singers. He's like, oh, it's been like 20 years ago, 30 years ago. It's been 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Alex, you're it's like, JT, you're an asshole. Like, people. Yes. JT must be a hell of an inspiration or musician for them to keep him around. Like, they just must, yeah. They all have to know each other since high school because it's the Heights mm-hmm. or, I don't know, elementary school. Right. So they're just trying to stick it through. They're like, hey, we've come this far. It'll be great. Or, or, or they, he's like, oh shit! They found Alex. They're gonna kick me out in no time. 
But he's the type that thinks he could just, you know, find another band, I bet. Or, because, you know, he's irreplaceable. Right. I'm surprised more people haven't quit that band so far. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's like Because, one, people aren't showing up at practice. <laughs> um because they're working, how dare they have jobs and lives. And like, we don't really see bickering that much about that. Well, Please. kind of when Dizzy didn't want to lose his roommate, San, because San chose not to go to the conservatory mm-hmm. of we don't know what in Chicago. And he stayed because it's the Heights. Mm-hmm. In the Heights. Who pays the rent at that rehearsal place? I don't even know. Like, and I like didn't know if it's they owned it. Can they lock it? It doesn't look safe to keep their equipment there. It like, looks like a random warehouse. It's just theirs again. And because yeah. uh, sometimes in this episode, which we'll get to, it looks like they were going to stay the night there because they didn't have anywhere to go. Yeah. it's. I didn't get that either. You it's really definitely a TV show thing to have right there. It's like, this is where they play. It looks cool and edgy. And it's, and it's like, does it make sense though? Yeah. Maybe they explained it in episode one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's possible. We'll talk about it at the reunion um, special. Yep, we will. Yeah, the re- when they when we have the first airing of the pilot episode in, you know, we'll say 2032. So, like, in 40 years. So, yeah. Yeah, so we'll, that's what we'll do. Uh, Jamie Walters is going to do acoustic rendition of How Do You Talk to an Angel. It's going to be great. Yeah. going to be great for the Heights reunion panel. Um, yeah, go ahead and put that in your calendar now and set the reminder so you don't forget. Yes, at HeightCon. Um, <laughs> they could have a FoxCon, all the Fox 90 Oh, shows. gosh. Oh, well. You better believe I recorded all five episodes of Polly, starring oh, Polly Shore. Yes, I did. Big Polly Shore fans. So I recorded them. And if I can find that in my big box of VHS tapes, oh, my gosh. I'll, if they're not already on the tube of you, I right. might throw them on there. Yeah, I, I, man, I used to love Fox back then. It was like off kilter programming back then. They were, I mean, they still to this day have different stuff than the other their ones, uh, which is, it's crazy what the Fox network puts on the air compared to like being linked to Fox News at the time. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. They're two separate entities now, but like, it was like, it's like, wait, they're, they're programming, they're programming and their news station are like counter to one another. It's, it was insane, but. But I'll never get why like some show, like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Fox canceled it. It was stupid. So then NBC's yeah. like, we'll pick you up. And yep. like, yeah. Well, and, yeah. NBC made the show. So that was easy for them. But it was, yeah, that was an interesting thing. But usually sometimes when like Fox who Universal made Brooklyn Nine-Nine, they pay, it's easier for them to cut ties with that because they're not seeing a lot of the back end residuals on those. Oh. So uh, if they have their own show, they keep it on. I don't know how much how important syndication is anymore of getting to 100 episodes for syndication is. Um, that used to be a thing. I don't know if it would be now, but because on a streaming service, you just need to have it there, and who cares if it's 10 or 40 episodes? But right. I don't. I don't know. That's an interesting thing. But well, the Heights isn't on any streaming service, so nothing. there's an opportunity. Come on, like Come on. Amazon Heights, Prime, yeah. even just yeah. throw it on there. Throw it on. Yeah, put on. See what the Heights does. See who it is. Help. Help these listeners watch the show in better quality than the VHS copy. Whoever put these up where we're watching them. Thank you. Um, I think they lived in South Dakota, according to one of the commercials. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely, yeah, <laughs> definitely. And there's like that station identification on one of them, too. This episode, uh, the, Alex helps a scummy kid. Um, basically, there's a weird plot line where 
he's living in like a hotel Alex has been, I guess. And there's a kid who hasn't paid his rent, but he pays it for him. They get friendly and he gets swindled. I didn't understand this robbery thing. Like he met these kids somewhere. I don't remember where the kid, cause he, the punk kid that tried to get out without pain. Mm-hmm. Like, he followed um, Alex. Like, hey, why'd yeah. you pay for me, man? You, yeah. Why are you there? Why are you there? You're from the street. You're running from something. You're one of us and all that crap. And then he, I don't remember him inviting him to a secret society of other youths on the street. But yeah. He did at some point. Right. And when he does go there, yeah, they he hands him his jacket because, hey, let me take your coat. Welcome to our... Uh, random street uh, that we live on or whatever it is. This little, another factory yeah. building available in the Heights. Uh, that's where they're all at. And it was like how to be nice. It was like how shredders hideout started in Ninja Turtles. <laughs> like this is yes. the beginning of it. Like they're not quite at the foot clan yet, but like mm-hmm. hey, we're, we have an idea. We're going to put like a half pipe here for skateboarders. <laughs> and he took the keys out of Alex's jacket. And yeah. Like, but then I guess what did he leave right away and then go rob that hotel and, Hundred bucks, ooh. Mm-hmm. Even then, what? What's that today? Two hundred bucks? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, that part was weird. Yeah. Um. And in, in the middle of this, Alex uh, meets um, Rita's family, and they're all like, "What's going? On? You got a problem with your mom? You go because Alex mentions that he has like no family. Um, he hasn't spoken with his mom in three years. His dad, I couldn't tell if he was trying to say his dad was dead or his. I, it sounded like he was just gone when he was a kid. He took off, but yeah. he's not necessarily dead or he doesn't know. Yeah. It's real weird. We just know he has a really troubled family life and yeah. it's so mysterious and dark. And we're into that because, you know, he's pouty. What you got a problem with calling your mom? We're just trying to give call his mom. Is that bad? Like Rita's family, <laughs> all dicks. Like, oh, Yes. They are the worst. Like, it's his first time there. They're meeting the boyfriend. They're like, well, you don't talk to your mom. You need to call your mother right now. Here's the phone. Gary, push it. Push it. Call the number. Call his mom. Dial. Like, what? who does that? He's like, yeah. he basically, he politely declines and it's like, no, thank you. I do not yeah. wish to do that. And like, do it right now. It's like, he's a guest. Entertain him. Right. Why don't you make him go do his own? Like, how selfish are you? Right. <sighs> Well, and, and uh, it's Rita's brother that arrests him for this whole thing. Oh yeah, because he's a, a cop and he just knows everything. He's a detective man, now, right? And and Rita has to go convince the 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 troubled youth to go turn himself in for Alex, which he does. And then Alex sends him on a bus, like don't don't screw up your life, man, or whatever. You got mm-hmm. it all. And that's that's that storyline. I was yeah. Most people try to leave the heights. People don't run. And come to the Heights. Yeah, unless like, you're Alex. Yeah, yeah. Th- you must have done something really bad if you had to come here. Yeah. It's just so suspicious. It's like, maybe he just came here because it's affordable to live. I don't know. Right. Right. Chill out. There, there was a moment in this where uh, Jody Rita and Hope had this little thing during, like, talking about it or whatever. At Hope works at a, a thrift clothing store. And uh, they had Wright said, Fred, I'm too sexy playing on the... Uh, video screen. Um, I thought we were going to see a lot more outfits and not just hats because um, I was really excited for the styles. But hey, whatever. Whatever. But yeah, that was a little thing. And then uh, our B plot um, has Lenny again in the front front. Gets a job at a like 
collectibles store? Yeah, I don't know what you want to call that. It's a little hodgepodge. They've got comic books. They've this got is just records. A messed up storyline. Like this is, uh, it's weird. Um, the boss is like a hoarder. That yeah, I couldn't figure that out. Poses as homeless, or he used to be homeless and he's addicted to the homelessness. Because he, so he's got all these comic books and things in his store. And it's a mess, and he keeps going through the piles, and I guess he's supposed to sort. But then Alex sees him on, or Lenny and JT see him on the street, and he's like homeless with a cart picking stuff up. Yeah, a little and, dumpster diving, basically. Yeah. Like going through trash, and. To which JT is like, homeless people are everywhere, man. Sign of the times. I'm like, okay, JT. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but then Lenny and Stan. They organize the, the the store, and he gets fucking livid and pissed off because he wants it to be just trash. So it's like treasure hunting or something. It's mm-hmm. I this guy's just mentally not there or something, and they end up making amends. But then Lenny gets fired because that's not right for him. Or it's that's the Lenny didn't even want a job. He just accidentally got a job. Right. Basically. Yeah. I wasn't even looking and I got a job. Like, and then what? Sam, the store owner, hires them. And yeah, next thing you know, Sam's also freaking out about everything. And then they're okay. Yeah, I couldn't figure out if he had a mental disability or if it's just Sam is like, no, this is how I do things. Like hoarder, like you said. Yeah. Because he also, um, a kid came in that didn't say anything. And Sam basically gave him a box of baseball cards because yeah. he knew that that's what the kid got, which was really nice. And then that well, the, basically the, shows that Sam would go and try to find yeah. baseball cards to give the kids. Well, the, the the kid had the baseball cards and the mom would throw them away and then Sam would find them again and give them back to him or something. <laughs> We got the JT's shithead father comes back and he get the line and he tells him, you're my Vietnam pop. I was like, ooh. Got real dark there. Oh, shit. Um, and then uh, there was turmoil in band practice in this at one point, I remember. Um, yeah. yeah. JT was just being a real creep for some yeah. reason and singing right up in Hope's face. Right. Uh, while she's playing the guitar and she's like, you know, stop it, whatever. And he yells at her. He calls her dead weight yeah. to the band. It's like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, Again, how is this guy, how is anybody friends with this guy still? And how is he still in the band and a prominent fixture of the band? Like, I don't know. Just let him go solo, guys. That's, oh. But yeah, because him and his dad get in that fight. Because was weird, JT was trying to get in the shower and his dad just shows up like, hey, JT, I'm going to fight with you while you're getting in the shower. Right. I don't know. <laughs> like, you fancy man, you're in a band. You know, you're too good to be dirty. Something like that. Right. It's really weird. So he's like, I can shower somewhere else, which is when he goes back to the practice location, their little factory yeah. building that they play in that I still don't understand what that building is. Um, and when he's there, Alex is also there. Mm-hmm. And Alex and JT, here we go. We started with him being butthurt about uh, Alex being a singer also. And right. what do they do? <gasps> They sing together. They sing together. They have a little. They have a little moment. It's a. They talk about you know it's been a rough week and uh, they do their little music video thing and then it ends on this like, like really somber moment like just kinda yeah like, talking like six hundred thousand is it six hundred thousand kids or, or six hundred thousand yeah. people 
yeah. are homeless. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Okay. Did you notice when they were singing their song and doing their beautiful harmonies together? Yeah. It was just them two alone, Alex and JT. Then midway through the song, the entire band's there They're playing. They're all there. Yeah. And it's like, okay, did they just show up that they're working on the song? And then, no, 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 don't worry. At the end of the song, they're gone. It's like they were never there. So what? I don't understand that. What are they trying to tell us? That- it's like when we record this, I'm going to want the sax right here. Bass is going to come. It's like them envisioning the full song. I don't know. So we see the band that they're envisioning, but they were never there. And I that just ticked me off. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you trying to be artsy? Focus on the storyline a little bit, like right. dialogue, maybe more band stuff where they actually interact with the band. Like you said, more mm-hmm. about the music yeah. instead of artsy. This is where I'm not, uh, I don't know. Sometimes Be- I don't understand the direction people go. Right. Explain it to me. And I'm like, okay, cool. But I don't get it on my own. I, I think the pro- like there each episode offers a little bit of what this show should be based on what its premise is but never dives into that fully. That's never like a prime focus on, on things like the first, the first one we watched episode two, of course had the hope and JT moment. Then uh, the second episode, you see Lenny working at uh, with his inspiration and we're working a side gig that's music related, but he's not the focus of it. And then this one, you have JT's like turmoil about like, oh, about this Alex guy. He sings too, and you have a little band fight, but it's not never fully committed to being about the music when it's the show's about music. It's like, well, we did that music. We'll do a song every episode, and that's enough. And it's like not really enough. Right. And they're not even all there all the time. I guess they started with everyone there at band practice. And right. JT was a twat to hope. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, it's just JT and Alex. Although I did love Alex's jacket. I love the uh, Levi jacket, the brown corduroy, shirt aligned, very Rick Grimes. uh, Love that. I love those jackets. I'm like, all right. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We also, oh, because we had the full recording, we have the next week preview where it's like, and it was funny because it looks like it focuses on JT and his father. And it's like, Sometimes a show comes along that's too powerful to miss. <laughs> and I it, just can't even take it serious. Do they, and do these it, promos work for parents? Like, oh, well, we mean we need to pay attention uh, to this and watch this with our kids. And then, there was, uh, then it also said, uh, next week on a very special episode of The Heights. I'm like, this is only like episode five, guys. But dance on Full House. It's like, it she drink. The beer got spilled on her. It hit the TV uh, narrator promo checklist cliche. Like all, I was like, because when they were like, it's too bad. I'm like, he's going to say on a very special episode on a very special episode. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he did it. <laughs> Oh, Jesse Spanos taking speed. Watch this with your kids. Talk about drugs. Not cool. Study Get excited. God, so excited. I'm so scared. Oh my! But yeah, so that's what we have to look forward to. And just like that show, that episode, this podcast will be an episode that's too powerful to miss. <laughs> right, we yeah. will go there. We will go there. We're gonna get deep. Jessica and I right. might shed tears, talk about things like 
but it, it deals with it's going to deal with JT's shithead father and JT yeah. who is also a shithead like his father. So I don't know where unless they drag someone I care about of these characters in. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to do you have any idea what happens without No. <laughs> you want to take a guess? I don't, I haven't seen it yet, so Pure guess. Okay, pure guess. I'm going to guess some kind of Vietnam PTSD and then like JT's father kills himself at the end. That's going to be my guess. Oh, jeez. I'm going dark. I'm going dark. I was thinking his dad would beat the crap out of him. Okay. And then maybe he would either hit a girl or something like out of frustration. Okay. Or maybe not. Maybe just one. Maybe we want to focus on one hitting job. Uh, So maybe his dad just somewhere the band notices and then okay. tries to intervene okay okay but yours so, was way darker so yeah you went i went there. dark brandon went there i went there so okay so uh i guess listeners who do you think is going to be more right jessica and jt hits a woman or brandon jt's father offs himself darkest timeline wait i think i was sticking with jt's dad just beats the crap out of him what okay jt's dad beats the uh, child and maybe abuse. it's a woman. Yeah, <laughs> child abuse. Well, child is he a abuse? child? He's an adult. I guess they would suicide. Out. Yeah. Uh, which know. dark path do you <laughs> think this show is gonna go? Who's right? Let us know. Oh no! What if Rita lose or not Rita? Jody loses the baby. Well, no, because it was all the 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 preview was all JT and his dad. I I okay. doubt they'd. I doubt they'd like, oh, look, it's all this. Curveball. Miscarriage. And it's like, geez, yeah. oh, peace. It's not like, oh, do you remember like Heroes, that show? I never watched it. I remember okay. the promos like crazy. So, well, okay. So there was in the first season, I think it was like mid-season finale era area, there was a the trailer and it's like, next next week, don't miss, a hero will fall. Oh, jeez. Like, I was like, oh, no. And then you watch the episode and it was like one of the fucking villains. And it was like, wait, I, it'd be like next week on the Justice League, one of the one of the members will die, and it ends up being like the Riddler getting killed off. It's like, wait, no, no, no. But yeah, it was a villain character they killed off. But they're like, a hero will fall. It's like, no hero fell that episode. It was a, they killed the villain off. I was like, yeah, not cool. Man, you know what? Yeah, if it's JT and his dad, maybe they, I feel like maybe JT beats his dad up. Okay. I don't know. Hmm. There's so many things that could go wrong in the heights. It could. It could. They could go wrong with the heights in the heights uh, on the heights. Uh, yeah, I bet Stan just decides to take that scholarship and go to the uh, Chicago Conservatory. This place is dead anyway. Yep. <laughs> Here we go. He's like you guys don't need base. I'm out. I'm out. All right. Well, uh, this gig is over. Until next time we play, Jessica, where can people keep up with you? On Instagram at Jessica Allsman and Twitter at JN Allsman. And uh, over at the Bob and Tom Show, I pop on the air once a week there. You can find more info at bobandtom.com. Gotcha. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at brandon4kuhd. Written work on whysoblue.com. There is more from the Brandon Peters Show this week. But until then, Jessica, how do you talk to an angel? It's like trying to catch a falling star. And if you get stardust on yourself, remember, that's a secret password to learn how to find a weakness in a large uh, galactic weaponry base. I knew it! In my mind. Thank you for listening. 
The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetershow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found. 